was. It certainly was. And I'll tell you what has been magic has been the West Tigers the last two weeks, winning by a field goal. Great to see the club turn around. They've got a huge game this afternoon against the Dragons, who are also coming off a big win over the Roosters on Anzac Day. And the head of football at the Tigers, Tim Sheens, has been good enough to join us on a Sunday morning. Tim, good morning. Morning, Ray. Thanks for joining us, Tim. And been great scenes the last two weeks. And... I know Michael Maguire was often fronting at those press conferences and saying we're seeing things at training, we're seeing signs of the club turning around. Can I take ask your perspective and on what it's been that's turned the Tigers around? I think it's just um, <clears throat> yeah, we we managed to win first. Yeah, you know, we the Parramatta game. Uh, uh, some changes were made, obviously, and that you know energised the team somewhat and challenged them. Um, they came out, whether or not Parramatta were, we ambushed Parramatta somewhat that day, I don't know, but um, we always take the wins because you've copped the losses over the years as well. But, um, yeah, there's just that energy. It's like Canterbury last night, you know. Uh, Gus came out and energised them, didn't he, during yeah. the week. Um, and they came out with that, you know, that 80-minute effort, and it's the effort that makes the difference. And, um and I think that over the two weeks for us has been, although we'd like to win by a little bit more, you know, the, the uh, fingernails are getting shorter and shorter. But uh, <laughs> yeah. nevertheless, um, you know, wins a win. We, uh, you know, we got beat by a goalpost at, uh, at Titans uh, right. a few weeks yeah. earlier. So, <clears throat> you know, those things come and go sometimes. So fortunately for us, we've had a couple of good results. Tim, the two wins, I guess you could argue it's a, uh, you know, they've been victories for perseverance. Mm. You, you, you're stuck together. Yeah. Mm. You, 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 no one broke ranks. You're stuck with Madge, and I, I guess in the end, you know, it's not been luck. It's been through perseverance yeah, and persistence. Yeah. Exactly, Dean. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're at a, they're at us, um, you know, in um, after round two, and uh, and I made the comment that it was round two, not round twenty-two. So you know that I was behind uh, the team and the coaching staff, and. Um, and that's the way you've got to be, mate. That's that's the role, you know. Everybody's got to stick together. I mean, halfway through our five, if we go back to that that year, um, we were running eleventh. Mm. So you, you know, we the premiership. Yeah, that's so. right. So you know, uh, in '89, before after round six, uh, the board met to sack Tim Sheens, and we went on to win the premiership. So mm. you know, you don't you don't um, if you persevere. Sometimes it surprises you. Yeah, it's, it's such a telling point, isn't it, in rugby league? You just never know what's around the corner. But, uh, Tim, obviously you've given a couple of examples. So how do you deal with those tough times? And I know there's rhetoric about working hard and staying together as a team, but do you try and tell your players, look, don't read the press or read the press, see what people are talking about? How, how do you handle those situations, Tim? Look, it is, it is the rhetoric or not, it is hard work. It, yeah. It's about getting back on the horse. Um and uh, whether you win or lose, you've got to continue to you know, prepare every week. And uh, usually, look, after a loss, the guys are ready to play two days later. You know, I mean, it's embarrassing. They really want to get out there. After a series of losses, though, it starts to wear you thin. So, you know, that, um, that spark that was needed, I think, uh, certainly was the uh, changing. Uh, it wasn't just Brooks and, and Jackson changed. Uh, he dropped uh, Kenny Mamalo. And uh, Ollie Gildar, um, you know, they've subsequently come back into the team over a period of weeks. But he, he, he put a shock through the side. You know, we've got to do something, lad. So, 
Uh, Jackson coming back, obviously, after three weeks. Um, sometimes changes of fortune come with also better yeah, key players coming back. He'd had three weeks off for a spear tackle. Um, and possibly, you know, Warriors was very close. And the um, Gold Coast, maybe we've won them if Jackson's playing. But uh, in saying that, um, uh, he didn't. But he's come back, so that was also another spark um, in the group, I think. Mm. And, um, yeah, the forwards played very well. The energy was there for the 80 minutes. And I think that was, was always the effort. And it's always going to be an effort. Uh, wins your games because from a... My perspective and from the board and so on, all, all we want to see is, uh, and I think the fans are the same, they want to see effort, um, get beat, but you, well, I always say you can lose a game, but don't get beat. Mm. And um, and I think that's what people want to see. Sheenzy, um, you touched on Jackson Hastings, he's been a revelation, but gee, I've been impressed with the way Luke Brooks has handled it all. I mean, you know, he could have sulked, he handled it with class, he's moved on, he's now enjoying his new role, but... I thought he could have taken it the wrong way, but clearly he's taken it the right way, and I think he should be applauded for how he's handled the entire situation. Yeah, well, he's a Tigers junior, and um, you know he's come through the system. Um, you know, we had a spine organised around him with Mitchell Moses and Tedesco, and they all left the club. Uh, the kid stayed, and he's shown loyalty to the club. So, um, and we're showing loyalty to him. But uh, you know, you have your ups and downs. I mean, it was only in eighteen that he was halfback of the year, Dalian halfback of the year. So, you know, you don't lose that ability. Um, even though you get a couple of years older, you don't lose that ability. So it was just a matter of, um, you know, it's getting the mix right for him and uh, um, and basically having confidence in him and uh, which, as you know, I, I would like to hope uh, has um, re-sparked him for us. Mm. Yeah, it certainly, certainly is working, that's for sure. And and Jackson Hastings, I think, almost personifies the the mantra that Michael Maguire has been talking about for weeks and probably people weren't prepared to listen to him, and that's about the team ethos. And by that I mean I, I was listening to Jackson Hastings being interviewed after the Parramatta game when he kicked the winning field goal and got the man of the match and all the plaudits, and he kept deflecting. He kept deflecting to his teammates. He kept deflecting to his coaching staff. That is that the message that you're trying to instil in the players? You you might not have the collection of superstars or some of the top sides, but a football team that plays as a team, they're always going to be hard to beat. That that's very true. That's very true. A team, um, you know, a team of um, champions sometimes doesn't always work either. You know, so it is it is team mentality, and there's no doubt that that's what he's being pushed. And and Jacko is a great PR person as he is, is pushing that as well. Um, although I'd like to see him stop the 45-metre attempt at field goals um, and giving the opposition uh, seven tackles uh, with five minutes to go on the clock. So, um, you know, that, uh, we, we probably, you know, were lucky against South. You know, that was that was poor management and he, and he knows it. Yep. But um, yeah, it wasn't through lack of effort. And uh, but I've been I've been pleased with uh, the forwards in particular too. And I mean, this isn't really my area to be commenting about to any great degree, guys, because um, you know, I'm not coaching the side. Mm. But you know, overall, um, you know, when I'm in, involved with football, with as I am with this club, it's about everybody putting in an effort, and doing the right thing. Um, you know, being a good person. 
you know, doing the right things is, is so important, you know, in my opinion. You know, attitude, uh, talent plus the attitude is where, where you take, you know, a group of men can go a long way. Yeah. you were a fickle mob in rugby league, and I put myself in that category as being part of the media. A couple of weeks ago, we were all baying for blood, but now it seems like the West Tigers have become everyone's second favourite side. Well, we're, we're, we are a popular side, I have to say that, one way or another, because uh, I believe the NRL were very happy with our the figures on uh, Easter Monday and um, our first game of the season against Melbourne and so on. So that's great to see. Uh, however, um, you know, we can be five way, five games away from a disaster again to do yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, you guys you guys aren't finished with us yet, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but, you We're know, always yeah. prowling on the edges, Shinzi. <laughs> Looking for a story, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. But uh, we'll we'll be doing our best to uh, keep our heads up and uh, and bringing you know results. You, you, you know, no one's expecting anyone to win every game for the rest of the season. But we've certainly, with a poor start, we need we need to keep winning mm. if we're any chance of um, you know as we get around round ten and twelve. You know, if you're not in double figures, it's not easy to make the top eight. So yeah, it's hard to we've make got to keep round. we've got to keep our uh, heads down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, now massive game today against the Dragons. That's a 4.05 p.m. game. Um, Tim, yesterday I bumped into one of your old teammates, uh, Roycey Simmons. He was out at the Hawkesbury standalone meeting and he was the guest of the club there. He backed the winner of the first race, so he was in a buoyant mood. Of course, um, Roycey's got a few um, health issues that he's got to yeah. Uh, yeah. confront in in months and years to come, but he's about to embark on a what they call Royce's big walk from Goolagong to Penrith from May 17 to May 27 to raise money for dementia. He was in terrific form yesterday. We're talking about some of the old Penrith Panthers days, and um, uh, you've been through many clubs in your long and distinguished career, which goes right back to 1970, where it all started, Timmy, at the Penrith Panthers. That's right. Yeah, a long time ago. Um <laughs> Every birthday, I, I, I'm reminded of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went to um, I was at a function <clears throat> with Royce the other day on mm. uh, Friday, actually at uh, St Mary's Leagues Club. They did a great job there too for him. He's, he's really he's really getting stuck into raising the funds mm. as as Royce. He's that sort of guy. Um, but um, uh, you know, I've um, I worry about him obviously because he is really stressing himself out over making this sort of these funds. So I'll be pleased when uh, when the um, the year is is gone and he's got that behind him. Uh, Penrith and uh, and Tigers are going to run a um, a trophy every year for him as well, starting this year, and uh, yeah. it'll be their game at our place um, at Tigers. Penrith next year, um, that'll continue to help raise and money each year for the uh, for his foundation. So, but um, yeah, you know, so I'm um, and of course he's got me um, my leg of the uh, of the walk mm-hmm. up the back of the up the back of the Blue Mountain. He's roped so, you in, has uh, he? He's roped you in. The, the truck, toughest leg. The, truck, <laughs> the trucks go up and and down in first gear. So. Oh, uh, dear. I'll uh, I'll probably able to get on one because I'll be in first gear going up that hill. <laughs> hey, Sheen, in all the teams that you've coached and played, Penrith and Canberra, you know, Cowboys, New South Wales, Australia, who's the funniest bloke you've coached? Who's the greatest comedian you've come across in rugby league? Uh, Boxhead? Well, Royce? <laughs> uh, yeah, Royce, Royce, he, Royce's got a dry humour. Boxhead, Stevie Wallace was... Uh, was definitely one of the comics in the place. Uh, Fitz Henry at, at um, 
Tigers? At Tigers was a pest and a, <laughs> and a bit of a comedian, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like trying to t- ask me, Dean, <laughs> what is your favourite player? Don't, everyone asks me that, and I answer the same. You know, there's no way I can come up with any one in particular. But uh, they're just I've just been in my career. I've been very lucky to have been working with some great players. You know, that Australian side for the World Cup in 13, uh, you know, what a you know, talented group. Mm. But in Clubland, you know, I've had some great, some great um, uh, characters uh, that I've coached. And I and I love personality, so I don't, I don't, unless it's, um, you know, you know a, uh, a stupid personality. But overall, you know, you, you need those sorts of guys. And mm. uh, whether they're comedians or just, um, you know, uh, Stick frogs, yeah. stick frogs in in their in your bag like we used to years ago with Mike Stevenson. He hated <laughs> frogs and the Penrith boys because as soon as I knew that, that's he had a frog in his bag every night. Those <laughs> green frogs, he hated them. Yeah. yeah so, uh, what well, one thing you have done, Tim, um, as a coach, you've and rather than ask you who the best player you've coached, because you, obviously it's an unfair question, but you've coached some incredibly gifted players. And I'm thinking back to when you were first a coach at Penrith and a young Greg Brandy Alexander was coming through and you rode on the back almost this young halfback to make the finals for the first time. Then you switched to Canberra where, boy, you unearthed some legends of the game to this day. And then you went to the West Tigers and a young Benji Marshall emerged. That must be the exciting thing as a coach. When you can see a talent, you can identify that talent and you can nurture that player to become the best player he can be. Well, you do your best. Um, yeah, uh, I have been very fortunate to, you know, and you need a, a little bit of luck in those things, but, um, you know, to, uh, and you need some talent as in you've got to get off your backside, which is where I'm going now down to watch your under 20s before we go to the first grade. You've got to put in the miles, you've got to put in the hours to um, to find the talent, you know, the Nindrukus of this world, you know, playing the back of Fiji somewhere, you know, they, these things you've got to work hard at. Uh, you get your failures, but the but the yeah, there's no doubt there's some huge successes mm. there, and uh, and the, the talent was already there. You know, I didn't I didn't create the talent. All I did was was just tame it down a bit sometimes, and um, and put it in the system. So um, it's it's been a blessing for me to be able to work with those guys. Um, you know, um, and um, you know, they're, they're memories that you have forever. They're friendships you have forever. And uh, even the ones I dropped are still occasionally tell me that they're not that, that unhappy with me these days. <laughs> the wives may, the wives may um, uh, run over me, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, you've got, to, you've got to put up with the that. The good and the bad. Yeah. The good and the bad, that's right. Hey, you the bloke that six, sits in this very seat Monday to Friday. You coached him. His name's Daly. He's got a big nose. Mm-hmm. Did he misbehave? Did he train? Give us an insight into L. Daly's career. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. I'm not going to give up on Laurie because he's got too much on me. <laughs> That's uh, a good answer. Yeah, don't worry about that. So, and he'd tell you so. So, uh, Loz was the one who got me the job at the Tigers. Uh, Benny, uh, I've got a, I got a million stories on Loz, but um, and, and one of the most un, underrated, in my opinion, although everyone's still, you know, not stupid, they they still don't rate Laurie. But I think Laurie Laurie didn't get anywhere near the credit that, that um and there's been some fantastic number sixes play the game over the years. But uh Laurie Laurie is is as good as anything I've ever coached. So um 
But um, yeah, he's a uh, he had he had plenty of larrikin in him uh, and plenty of country boy. Um, one of the stories I'll tell you quickly: he came to Sydney when he was very young, uh, and he was with a bunch of guys. Um, took taking him around, and he looked up and he said, "Is that the Harbour Bridge?" <laughs> now, what else would it be? You know, like, <laughs> You've given Dino's ammunition now. Uh, hey, Sheens, you can't take the Juno out of some people. <laughs> so, uh, no, he was as naive as they come. Never going to live in Sydney. No, no, don't like it. Don't like it. And now, uh, now he, he yeah, runs the place. Yeah. Uh, God, I mean, the place down there, doesn't he? No, he, uh, he spoke to Benny Elias. Benny Elias rang him and said, "Yeah, well, blah blah blah," and he said, "I." Sheens, you'd be the man for the job. So, you know, uh, that, that uh, I'll always be grateful for. Mm. Um, Royce got me into coaching. I ended up coaching Penrith in 84 because Royce recommended me to Roger Cowan. So, right. you know, um, those sorts of things come back to help you uh, too, really, and I'll, I'll owe those guys forever. Yeah, no, a lot of great memories for me personally, sitting on that Penrith Hill through the 70s, watching you play and then coaching that Panthers team, which went to the finals. It was Great stuff, and you've still got a terrific imprint on the game to this day, Tim. Tim, I know it's a massive game for you this afternoon uh, against the Dragons, and you've got appointments to go to with our under-20s team. Thanks so much for joining us on a Sunday morning. It's been a pleasure. No, No problem at all.